The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co., established 1977, have personal and domestic water filters, which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting, alkaline, ionized mineral water, which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals, and bacteria, so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Dad, thank you so much for joining us. How are you, brother? Good, Pete. It's an honor to be here with you. Hey, you too. I, we have to laugh because as we just jumped onto this uh, Zoom call, you were muted and uh, I'm like, you're muted. And you said you're uh, classically? Classically muted in 2021. <laughs> uh, what is all that about? Tell us, what is the fear around people speaking out or... Expressing it's a great question. That may differ and from, from I'd like the to ask narrative. you the same. I think you'd be just as well equipped to answer than anyone, but I appreciate you asking. I think it's really, you know, biologically, it's going to come back to being excommunicated from the tribe, you know, being the one that has the courage to rise up to speak the truth that otherwise might not keep somebody safe. But all the eyes seeing that and seeing that that's somebody taking the stance, um, it's interesting. It's an interesting question. But we see, I think we see society getting to a point now where it's to the point where everybody's kind of realizing if we don't draw the line somewhere, there will be no line that's drawn. And it'll be this docile agreement with everything that's being placed. So that's my answer to that question. And I also just want to first off say, I am so on board with everything that you 
are doing and everything that you represent and the stance that you're taking, it's truly incredible. It's truly courageous. And I recognize how gracefully you're doing this. And I think that says a lot. It's not this, you know, violent energy coming forward from you. It's this very rooted in truth um, perspective that I think everybody appreciates. So thank you so much for everything you are, brother. I appreciate you so much. Mm. Mm, I see you, brother, and I feel you. And I, I appreciate those kind words. And uh, it's... Uh, I love how the universe works. I, I, I love how we manifest this. And you know, the last couple of weeks has been pretty, pretty challenging for me. You know, I'm usually very positive and just go about my day with great determination and ambition. And, and it does, even those two words feel a little bit fake to me to use determination and ambition because it just flows. You know, I can, I can manifest things. And Interestingly enough, over the last few weeks, some, some self-doubt has entered and it's new for me. Like it was really new for me. All of a sudden, I was, I, I've been confused about something. And usually I don't have confusion because I can usually, I, my default is certainty. You know, if I, look, if I look at a concept or an idea, I know for certain whether I'll turn that into reality or not. It's one of my, without saying egoic, it's one of my strengths and one of my gifts. You know, I, I do that very easily. I can see into the future very easily. And the last couple of weeks, this, this thing has been coming up going, fuck, you actually can't, you're, you're out of balance where you can't see which direction to take. And I've been, I put my hat into the ring for the political scene and Sorry to take over this podcast, but I feel like this is a really good good segue into why you're on the podcast. And I went down to Canberra, which is a, like your version in the United States of Washington, uh, D.C. And I went down there this week and I was in there and I was like, fuck, it just doesn't feel right for me at this particular point in time, which is really strange. Mm. I was like, geez, it, it's, it feels like this isn't the right path for me. So then I had the ego come around and start to battle going, what the fuck, what's going on here? Is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it cowardice? Is it this? I was like, it just doesn't feel right. And I came to the realization, and this might sound really strange because after everything that you've said is after years of being at the forefront or the front battle line, so to speak, for health and diet, nutrition and and free speech and um, the David versus Goliath, I, I came to a realization. It's like, you know what? I'm going to actually take a, a, a proper step out of this realm for a while to experience what I am like without that, without being that person, without having that character, mm. without having that 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 expectation on on myself and from others of who I am. Am I that freedom fighter? Am I that activist? Am I that? Because it just came up, it just kept coming up going, you're going to take a step out of this at the, at the, at the time where you shouldn't be taking the step out. <laughs> and, and I spoke to my wife, I spoke to my family and they're just like, you do, you do you will support you in, in everything you do. So I know that was a long story, 
and and it's not a definitive, but at the moment I'm I'm really taking a step out. <clears throat> and I'll give you the the classic example. When I went down to Canberra the other day, I drove nine hours to Sydney, and then the next morning I drove another three hours. I arrived in Canberra. I looked around in my car, and I didn't have any shoes. And I'm going into a meeting at eight thirty in the morning, like, and it's cold. I'm like, fuck, I actually don't have no thongs. No, no, nothing to put on my feet. <laughs> and that, that was sort of what it dawned to me. Like, uh, I'm, la- I'm laughing you're so hard because I saw the video of you speaking and you had no shoes on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you were speaking the truth and bringing great energy to the people. Uh, so, Oh, thank you, brother. That was a few months before. So I'm usually in barefoot, but usually not to go into a meeting with people in a, in a, in a business or political setting. So how do we? How does Pete Evans connect with Dan and then how do you take over the rest of this podcast? I went to my friends, Dean Gladstone, who's a breath worker, um, very famous in, in Australia for being a, a phenomenal lifeguard and teaching people how to breathe. And this is the day after Canberra. I called him up. I said, mate, I want to do a session with you. I've got some stuff that I need to work out that I'm still a little uncertain with. And I've, 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 I've sort of made some decisions in my head. Breath work. So I arrived at his place two days ago, three days ago. And he goes, let's do something different today. And as soon as he said that, I was like, fuck, here we go. Like, this is you the perfect timing was for me yeah. and him. <laughs> Especially when he said, let's do something different today. That's when I get excited. He goes, I found this recording of this guy called Dan. It goes for 25, 30 minutes. Let's just try it. I'm like, okay, I'll surrender into that. So we did the breath work that you did, and it was phenomenal. But but what what was the the most profound aspect of this? And I'm just going to bring up my phone Mm. here for a minute because I, I, I copied this down and I shared it on my Telegram yesterday. Because yes. it's so so pertinent. You read something from Lao Tzu, and it said, "Empty your mind of all thoughts. Let your heart be at peace. Watch the turmoil of beings, but contemplate their return." That mm-hmm. that set that fuck that kicked me in in my spirit. It just made so much sense. It said, "Watch the turmoil turmoil of beings, but contemplate their return." Each separate being in the universe returns to the common source. Returning to the common source is serenity. If you don't realize the source, you stumble in confusion and sorrow. When you realize where you come from, you naturally become tolerant, disinterested, amused, kind-hearted as a grandmother, dignified as a king, immersed in the wonder of the Tao. You can deal with whatever life brings you, and and when death comes, you are ready. So I listened to that, your, 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 your voice speaking that at the end of the breath work when I was in a state of complete and utter yeah. peace and clarity and mm-hmm. just I was at source. I was source. And those words reverberated to me. And, and I, afterwards I looked at my mate Dino I said, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. This is the right decision for me at the moment. Take a step back and, and observe for a while. And, and I'll just finish by saying, 
because I'll have probably a lot of listeners and viewers going, what's going on, Pete? One thing I've, I've my observation at the moment is we're not at a critical mass yet where the public wants change. What I see, this is my perception, and I could be wrong, but this is how I perceive the world at the moment, is we have a small percentage of people that are out there banging the frying pans, banging the saucepans, mm. saying, wake up, wake up, shit's about to get real. And most people have got their hands go, la, 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 I don't want to listen to you, I don't believe it, I'm happy in my little safe bubble. And I feel like that bubble needs to burst before we have a mass movement of people instead of just a few out the front banging the saucepans and spreading themselves very thin in the process. And so that's where we got to. Mm -hmm. I asked Dino to send me the recording. I reached out to you straight away. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it was hard to find your email address. So, <laughs> but because uh, I've kicked off Facebook, so I couldn't find you. So here we are. So thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Uh, it was a life-changing moment, our encounter. So I, I want to thank you and honour you for what you've put out in the world. And hopefully we can share your your gifts to the world on our platform too. Pete, but thank, let's thank get you so much for sharing that, Pete. That, that's the most <laughs> First off, just a couple things well. come up. So <laughs> you, you said that you are very quick and you know, you can make decisions with clarity very easily. It's so funny you bring this up. I was just looking at my Gene Keys profile the other day and you get the screenshot with the three, the genius, the love and the prosperity and my genius. So my deepest life's purpose through Gene Keys is to manifest the gift of my intuition, which I, I know I have. And it's, it's pervaded itself in my life lots of times before. But what I love is it shows the the lower perspective of it called the shadow, which is unease. And then there's the even higher aspect of the middle one, which is the intuition, which is clarity. So it's like the highest expression is clarity. The middle gift is intuition and the lowest expression is unease. But these are all the same frequencies at different octaves through this lens and you just spoke so well to that so i'm just excited to have this conversation now well my gene keys you, you're gonna love this divine will and i'm a man of uh, and i'm a, a manifester you know i know that because my shadow or my city which is the lowest frequency what happens to me? Mm. The one thing that I really need to be careful of is exhaustion. Exhaustion takes me out. And that's what I've been feeling over the last few weeks, even though I've been looking after myself, it's exhaustion. And mm -hmm. I say, oh, fuck, I've been, I've been running for a while, <laughs> you know? And, and it, it, it all just came to a perfect clarity. It's like, okay, stop, rest, rejuvenate. How long will that take? I don't know. Trust in the intuition that, and it was so funny because I was sitting next to Dino in the sauna after we had an ice bath and the breath work, and he's he's a he's like he he's, he's built. Yeah, he looks after his body, and I was looking at my legs next to his, and I'm not one to compare. But I said to him, I said, you know what? 
it's time for me to work on my body. I've been working on my mind and my spirit mm -hmm. for so long, but I've left my body, apart from what I eat, but actually physically strength. That's, Wonderful. That's I my next it. adventure, you know, to learn about this. <laughs> and, he go, and he goes, he goes, next time, let's not do breath work. Let's just, let's just do a workout. I said, I said, I said, I'm in, you know, whereas normally I'd shrug away from that or turn away. So uh, exhaustion. I'd, I'd encourage everybody, and we've done a few recordings with Richard Rudd from the Gene Keys on the podcast and also a fellow called uh, Theo, who's also Richard Rudd's right-hander on the Evolve podcast. So if you haven't heard of the Gene Keys, and my wife introduced me to Richard, so I thank her because she she loves the Gene Keys. And it's a very powerful Absolutely. handbook for the body, mind, and spirit, that's for sure. So thanks for bringing that up. So how did you uh, – tell us about your adventure and – how did you get to yeah, it's, embody it's been, Dan and it, share it's Dan still evolving, with the world? You know, my expression in the world, but it, it definitely came about through, geez, how far back should I go? You know, being overweight as a child uh, took a toll on me and kind of gave me this hero's journey of being the underdog, being this, this shy, overweight, redhead kid in the States who was desperate for connection subtly, you know, and I transformed my body first through learning how to cook. I almost went to chef school just like you. And um, I really took to the importance of if I could just keep my own body, mind and spirit clean, as clean as possible, the world around me is going to really shift. So it was really all about first losing weight, transforming my body that got me to the point of being, being successful and being a role model for other people. Personal trainer was the route that I took. And really through, through my own journey of achieving a great body and all the, you know, ego vanity that comes with that, I was really still like needing fulfillment on the inside. And so I had always been interested in psychedelics growing up, but it was too taboo to talk about. I had couldn't talk to my family about it. I, there wasn't really nobody around me. So I went to university college out here in the States and that's where I had my first recreational experiences with uh, mushrooms and acid. And what it did was it completely opened my mind in a way that I was craving so much and gave me so much time to integrate through art, through psychology that I was studying, all these things. And I'm basically sampling the buffet of life to my interests and putting puzzle pieces together and kind of just crafting this... <sighs> I know it's uh, I know you got to go with me here, but just crafting my own heaven in my mind as I as I live through the world, and as I got a little bit older, made some connections, I had an opportunity to go down to Peru and really sit with the medicine, and that absolutely just fulfilled my soul so much in what I was looking to experience. And I was documenting this journey to Peru 
on Instagram, on social media. There's a bit on my YouTube channel too, if you go way back. But um, it lended itself to me being able to offer retreats because people had been following the journey and seeing me change. And just one of the big takeaways I, I got from, from me sharing this excitement, this true, like transparent, um, intimate excitement that I had about something, I realized that that frequency, that when we can tap into that, that's the frequency like is undeniable. Like it's, it's almost like you're being sold something and you don't know it because you just recognize when somebody is just so happy to be doing what they're doing. And that was me. And so I was so called to just bring other people to Peru to bring them to some retreats in the States we were doing. We were doing breath work, ice plunges, plant medicine, all these amazing things that really allow people to go on this inward journey. And so um, that was extremely, extremely fulfilling for me. And as I'm kind of entering into a new way of how, how can I serve best, in entering into this new season, the thing that stuck with me so much as a way to initiate people into the shamanic without bringing them to medicine um, is through their breath. And we know that that's the connection to spirit in this, in this plane. Um, so I love it because every, everybody's able to access it. It's change is, is less than a thought away. It's less than a breath away. And it's just really about that intention as we go into any sort of breath work practice. Um, so one of my goals here with this YouTube channel, which you found me on, is to make this breathwork trend that everybody's hearing about so accessible that you can Google it, the video pops up, and you press play, and you know exactly what to do. You hear the breath and you just do it. Um, and I have so much respect and reverence out there for everybody teaching in depth and giving seminars and talking about the science and all that has its place so much. But I think there's something so special about this motto that I have on my channel. It's like, just press play and there you go. And anybody can do it. Well, I love solutions and I love the simplicity of, of what you've, uh, what you're sharing with the world because it's it's so funny. I was over the last year or two, especially over the last year with the, the coronavirus and the, the pandemic, and I've spoken to a lot of different people in a lot of different fields. The thing that I just keep asking is, what is the solution? What is the solution? There has to be a simple solution out of this. And I've heard so many different things, yet I still walk out this morning and I I, I'm confronted with a newspaper that was thrown on the neighbor's lawn and on the front it's, it's talking about um, we should be offering cash for people to be injected. You know, the government should be offering cash incentives for people. You know? And then yesterday I was reading that in America they're doing lotteries where someone can win a million and a half dollars if they put their hand up to be vaccinated. And, and then I, I go back into... Well, what is the solution? Where are the solutions here? And 
And then I go back, you know, as soon as I saw that, my, my, my triggers pop up, you know, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But then I go back to, to that thing that I read out before, that statement, and it's like, basically observe, you know, because we have 8 billion people, give or take, 26 million in Australia, 330-something in, in mm. the United States, and mm -hmm. there's this thing called free will that, that I believe we need to honour in ourselves and, and equally in others. And, and, and that's where I'm at at the moment. It's more like, whoa, okay, this may, this may not, this may be needed, whatever is about to happen or is happening to the planet, to humanity. This may be a necessary juncture or point in our evolutionary history, spiritual journey that as a collective, we, we, for some reason, need to journey through. And I want to talk to you about some of the journeys that you've experienced, either in breath work and medicine journeys, because they can be quite very similar, and how to potentially help people navigate when things mm -hmm. are getting a little dark, <laughs> you know, out there, and especially in... in because hmm. I understand when we go into a breathwork or a meditation or, or even a medicine journey, there's nearly an expectation that things can get mm -hmm. quite difficult and quite challenging and potentially quite scary and quite dark. But in natural everyday <laughs> life, you don't really wake up and think, oh, fuck, today might get really dark for me. You know, oh, well, I, do, I don't, but some people do that suffer depression and anxiety. So I don't want to belittle that. But, but there's reality and then there's the journey that we put ourselves into. So talk to me about that and how you would prepare anybody that's listening to this or viewing this and is confused, mm -hmm. frustrated, scared, uh, out of balance about what we are collectively going through or is that just a belief that we're all collectively going through this mm, mm, that's a beautiful loaded question and i can't help but if i can reach back here to this book i have on my shelf called it's called indigo adults indigo adults and i picked up this book when i was in peru at my in my shaman's uh you know, library there. And it was the only book, Pete, I tell you, the only book I've ever picked up in my life that I could not put down. I read, I read through the whole thing and my heart was like yearning at the next word. And the term indigo um, represents these intuitive people, these intuitive beings, like everybody that listens to your podcast is most likely one of these indigo beings that comes into the world. Um, and it's a little bit similar to the work that Dolores Cannon channels, where it's like these waves of beings that have this consciousness almost from the future and we're change makers. And we're here to make change in a way that we sometimes 
um, try to grasp too hard and, and try to do the changing and make the change, which leads to exhaustion. But a lot of times what we fail to realize, and I'm just speaking to myself in particular, is just being just being the essence of who you are, having the peace in your heart and accessing the, 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 you know, basically tending, tending to the garden that is you and letting your aura and your energy emanate out to the people in your vicinity, emanate out to the world as we do a podcast like this and our voice, you know, reverberates on beautiful eardrums all over the world in each individual nervous system. Because I've definitely burnt myself out in lots of ways trying to make change and change people. So what I would tell what I would tell people right now is if if you're if you're going through this and you're seeing the turmoil of beings all over the world and wondering, you know, why are they going through this? Like can't they it's almost like some people, Pete, we have the ability to like see around a corner and, and know what's like, we've already been there and some people can't. And it's like a fine line to, to balance knowing that and knowing that they're on their own journey and you can't, you can't, you know, lead somebody who, who doesn't want to be led. You can't teach somebody who doesn't want to be taught. And if I really am honest with myself, if, if I was truly just believing the narrative of everything that was happening, I could very easily not want to hear what the truth is. I could not want to hear what the alt-right is trying to share about, you know, the vaccines or things like that. I see on Facebook, you know, when I'm just, you know, sharing my stance, why I have my religious exemption cards when I walk into a public accommodation, how I can turn it on the the employees there, that they're violating my constitutional rights and they could be put on notice and fined anywhere from a thousand to ten thousand dollars for every thing that they are unknowingly doing to break the law that's against the law. Asking you to I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information, views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views, opinions, or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.